0: Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I am joined by Porfirio Rangel. Porfirio,
1: how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good today. Today was a really good day for me, but yeah, I was. I went to the Black Comic Con thing earlier today. Okay,
0: Now I think it's called the... B-C-A-F, yeah, Black Comics and Arts Festival. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so it was cool geeking out with fellow geeks there, and I'm excited to talk more geeky stuff with you, Henry. Awesome.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I had uh, noticed that you attended, and I was actually thinking about going, but that's really cool that you went. Today is Sunday, January 19th, 2020. Uh, Happy MLK. And um, today... Speaking of 2020, we're going to look ahead at what lies ahead for this year. What are we looking forward to in terms of TV shows and movies? So we kind of do this every year. Mm -hmm. Usually, I think as like an addition to our year in review, we kind of like do a brief look ahead. But I think there's there's so much to look forward to usually at least, that it it warrants like a whole episode. So Yeah, I agree. Right? Mm -hmm. So let's do it. Although it's funny, I just mentioned that usually there's a lot to look forward to. But this year, 2020, it seems like in terms of like geeky type stuff, it's not going to be as epic a year as we've seen in in recent times, right? You know, last year we saw the release of of avengers endgame we saw the last season of game of thrones released we saw the final chapter of the skywalker saga released you know episode nine
1: we said goodbye to a lot of our favorite stuff yeah last year (laughs) yeah like
0: um there was a really um I guess you could say groundbreaking Watchmen TV series that came out, made a lot of noise. Uh, Even the year before, 2018, Infinity War came out. That was huge. And um, just like a lot of big things. And this year we'll get into it and certainly there are things uh, on our radar, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But it just, it feels a little bit smaller in scale, right? Don't you feel that way?
1: I, yeah, I agree. Um, we, I, we've we been, spoiled. <laughs> we've been <laughs> spoiled. We've been spoiled. We've been looking to more and more every year. But, um, I mean, this year we're just, I guess, like saying yeah, hello to new beginnings. And, um, yeah, looking forward to what lies ahead for, you know, I mean, like, even though we said, like, we're said goodbye to, like, Marvel with Endgame and Game of Thrones and stuff. The latest Star Wars stuff doesn't mean that those franchises are done like there's still way more content that's going to be put out there and we'll I mean like we're we're gonna list them so I'm excited yes
0: yes indeed so let's get right into it I thought we'd start with tv shows of 2020 and then get into movies of 2020 um so I'm thinking the format will be pretty informal um but as per usual, you seem to be a little bit more on top of upcoming releases. So maybe you can lead the way a bit and then we could both sort of chime in. That sound good? Yeah, sure. Alright. So TV shows, uh why don't you kick it off?
1: Uh TV shows I they I mean in no particular order. Um some stuff I'm looking forward to is um The Boys, season two. Um Umbrella Academy Season 2, which, I mean, Netflix never released a release date for the Season 2. I just imagine it's going to come out this year. Just you're you're since, hoping it comes out this year, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> just since it came out last year, I just assume it's going to come out this year. Um, Disney Plus is going to release some of their first like Marvel content, like yes. Winter, Winter Soldier and Falcon, yeah, which is supposed to come out in the spring. Falcon and Winter Soldier, FYI, Uh right? Let's get it right here. (laughs) (laughs) And then you were just telling me a second ago, WandaVision supposed to come out this year, right? Yes,
0: it is supposed to come out this year. That's not a mistake. It was slated originally for a later year of release. Uh, But um, as of right now, it's supposed to come out this year. So I don't know when, but uh, that's what they say. And if you go to IMDb IMDb right now, that's what it's listed as there also. Well, then, another
1: another thing to look forward (laughs) to then. (laughs) There you go.
0: And let me stop you right there because you just listed some pretty uh, highly anticipated shows there. Yeah. And it is interesting that all this stuff is a little bit undetermined in terms of release date. And we're really living in a time where, you know, Release dates on TV shows are a lot less uh, or a lot more difficult to determine. You know, before in in the era where network television really dominated, you could expect, okay, is it going to be a spring release or a fall release and Mm -hmm. you can narrow it down. Now it's really hard to tell. And a lot of these streaming services do drop stuff on us very suddenly, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it is difficult to say. And you're saying with Umbrella Academy Season 2, you're speculating that it comes out this year, but you're not sure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even when there is an official announcement, like with the two Marvel Disney Plus shows, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and the WandaVision show, you know, they are announced as 2020 releases, but they don't give us a month, much less
1: uh, an, an exact date, right? They give us sometimes, so if we're like lucky, a season.
0: Right, right. So, like, uh-huh. you know, we don't know, and uh, it's really hard to say. And and on uh, Disney Plus, they've already thrown some curveballs. I, I I remember seeing the. Uh, the release dates for the the new uh, live action Lion King and the live action Aladdin being both kind of later in the year, but they've already dropped the Aladdin movie, mm-hmm. and I think the Lion King movie is going to come out like really soon. So it's kind of unpredictable. Yeah, you know, um, I have a feeling it's sort of done that way on purpose to just kind of keep people on their toes a bit and. You know when stuff does drop earlier than expected is kind of a pleasant surprise. I'm like, hey, guess what? You know, boom, here it is, right? Uh, so that's cool, but it can be a little bit, I don't know, frustrating to not know exactly when a lot of this stuff comes out. Yeah. Mhm. So and also before we go on, I I did want to talk about the Marvel stuff. Like this is this is absolutely my most anticipated tv content of the year hands down oh yeah <laughs> you yeah. know i think falcon and winter soldier is like my most anticipated show of the year i think i'll say that right now that's number one for me mm-hmm. i can't wait i don't know much about it i don't know exactly when in the year it's going to come out but you know anthony Mackey and sebastian stan are on board to reprise these awesome characters hell yeah i'm i'm totally in and, um, a little bit other stuff, uh, I know, I know that, uh, Daniel Bruhl will be reprising his Zemo role. Oh, yeah.
1: With, yeah. with the, the class, the comics costume. Yeah. Also. Yeah.
0: He's going to be the hooded Baron Zemo that we know from the comics. Uh-huh. So I can't wait, man. Uh-huh. I cannot
1: wait. Um, and then who else what's her name? Emily, Agent thirteen. Oh yeah, Emily Van Camp. Uh-huh. she's gonna be in it. She's gonna be in it. And then I don't know her name, but she was um Jane Foster's like assistant in the Thor movies.
0: Oh yeah. Oh no wait, um, no, wait, no, wait no
1: wait, JK. She's gonna be in one division. Sorry. Right, right. The Sorry.
0: the character Darcy. Yeah, Darcy. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. She's gonna be in one division. Yeah. It's also coming out. Yes, and
0: good segue to that because I'm totally looking forward to that too, you know. Um, This is even more mysterious in terms of like no one really knows anything about what it is exactly. And it's strange that it seems like the Vision is a huge character in this show because we all saw him die in Infinity War, yeah, right? And he was dead dead. He wasn't like turned to dust like Thanos killed him outright right so how could he be coming back
1: that's the million dollar question Yeah.
0: what do you think How, how do you think he's coming back
1: I think is it a flashback is it something else well you know I honestly I don't know why I've been seeing it but like there's like a lot of fan art of like Wanda and Vision like living together in, like, Mm -hmm. this, like, 70s, 60s, um, suburban kind of, like, household. Like, they have, the clothing and everything.
0: Yeah, like a retro setting. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that, too.
1: Okay, so I imagine that this is not taking place, like, in... I mean, I'm just speculating here. I don't think this is taking place, like, in, like, Mm post-Endgame. I feel like Scarlet Witch is kind of making her own reality. Uh, mm -hmm. And then once she, you know, towards the end of it, she kind of like, there's going to be like some squeaks in there that kind of take her back into the actual reality. Mm -hmm. And then that's when like it leads into like the House of M storyline where she kind of like loses her mind and loses controls over powers and just like, like makes realities like, make yeah, just like, bunch up and scramble together i don't know (laughs) i know know i'm not doing a good job describing it but
0: i I know what you're you're getting at Uh because yeah the house of m story is basically the story of scarlet witch losing touch with reality yeah you know and this might be the entryway to that yeah it could be the entryway to having mutants in this universe too it could right be.
1: i mean i've been saying that for years <laughs> i've been wanting to be proven right but only time will tell what happens yeah. i mean everyone's
0: wondering how mutants are going to be introduced into the mcu yeah this might be it uh-huh. it, it definitely could be it um yeah i, I kind of like what you're you're getting at there another take is based on the fact that word is that the WandaVision show is tied to the Doctor Strange sequel. And the Doctor Strange sequel has been titled Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, so, so but yeah, multiverse, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, a no, uh, there's another huge can of worms there, right? When we're talking multiverse, you alluded to the fact that Vision might be Existing in some weird alternate reality. Maybe Mm -hmm. just a figment of Wanda's imagination, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the fact that they're saying that this show is tied to the sequel, whose title alludes to a multiverse, maybe this is Vision from a different universe. Yeah. You know? Like, the Vision not from the universe where he was killed by Thanos, but in a different timeline where he's still alive. Yeah. Right. So that's possible. And uh, it's also interesting too, that the title of that movie mentions multiverse, but it also mentions madness. And that kind of, you know, leans towards what you're saying also about how uh, maybe Scarlet Witch is losing her mind. Right? Yeah. So, a lot of uh little teasers and uh conspiracy theory type stuff going on mm-hmm. <laughs> right um uh, but all exciting you know i'm totally looking forward to this show
1: it sounds I, weird and awesome i think it was um what's his name kevin kevin fish oh yeah uh, uh kevin feige kevin feige he, yeah he was saying that for the first time um uh, Wanda is going to be coined Scarlet Witch in, um, WandaVision. Like, cause I mean, mm-hmm. they they always call her either like she's a kid or they call her Wanda, but they never actually ever in a MCU movie ever called her Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. So she's finally going to be called that. So. Ah,
0: interesting. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mentioned how Falcon and Winter Soldier is number one anticipated for me. This would be number two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. I'm such a Marvel fanboy that it's probably no surprise. But uh, let it be known, I can't wait to check these shows out, no question. Mm -hmm.
1: So what else we got? um more disney plus content there's gonna be the Mandal- mandalorian season two coming out in the fall yes so more baby yoda
0: more baby yoda and everyone who dropped the service not long ago will be re-upping it soon <laughs> <laughs> right yeah
1: yeah um but yeah i yeah I know you were a big fan of the show. I think that's what you said was your favorite show last year right? it was so hands down what do you have any speculation of what they're gonna do for season two? uh
0: yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do now. I mean presumably they're gonna they're gonna pick up where they left off you know uh Mando is going to look to um find some Jedis, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll see where that goes. Um, for me, it's, it's, it's going to be hard to top season one. You know, I, I thought it was so good that uh, some of the freshness might be lost a bit. Um, but uh, the people who are putting that show together have done such a great job so far. Uh, there's no reason for me to think it's going to be a huge drop-off, so I'll be right there, man. I'm going to watch again, and I can't wait.
1: Cool, yeah, and it's interesting because um, you you were saying that you didn't watch Star Wars, the Clone Wars, the cartoon. Yeah. Um, I think the next season comes out this year. Disney Plus is going to continue that, Mm -hmm. but it's so interesting that Mandalorian actually has a lot more content from the cartoon than it does from, like, the actual, like, live-action Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people I heard are are thinking that Ashoka is going to be in Season 2. Like, there's no reason for her not to be in it. Especially since, like, you know, there's, there was also, like, the... What's the... The Darksaber? saber. Yes. The Darksaber was in it. and mm-hmm. So, a lot of people are just kind of now looking towards, like, the Clone Wars and seeing what, what happened there and what can possibly happen within the Star Wars universe in, like, TV world. Mm-hmm. I don't know how yeah. to describe that, but yeah.
0: Yeah, man. The more I think about it, I'm thinking that Lucasfilm is really like thinking they're lucky stars that the Mandalorian has done what it's done because I have this feeling that after Rise of Skywalker, a lot of Star Wars fans just had a lot of bad feelings and in a way we're kind of done with Star Wars. But with Mandalorian, it just shows that Star Wars can live on. You don't have to make the same movie over and over again, Yeah, you know. The Mandalorian honors past Star Wars content as much as any Star Wars movie I've seen, you know. It honors, you know, TV shows like you were saying. It honors uh, the original trilogy. It honors the prequel trilogy. It it touches upon some of the same stuff that the, uh, the most recent trilogy touched upon. And, um, you know, it's in the spirit of Star Wars, and yet it's a totally different thing, right? And very fresh and new. So, you know, it's really proof that Star Wars can live on, you know? Um, Yeah, they, they just made a really good move putting this show out. Because if this show had not been released, then... There would be a lot of doom and gloom in Star Wars land right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so anyhow, that's just my two cents there. Why don't we uh, continue moving on here?
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay, this is not a show. I don't think that's coming out this year, but just some news for this particular show. Um, just because I just I'm like in the middle of watching this trilogy. They just announced the cast for Lord of the Rings. It's being an Amazon TV show. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, the, the only details that's been announced about the show is that it's supposed to happen years, years before, like, Frodo and The Hobbit. So, yay, we're going back to Middle-Earth. And it's, like, what have we have been saying? Like, all these franchises can, like, end with certain chapters, but does it mean, like, these franchises? franchises are done you know
0: clearly yeah uh, yeah
1: i'm excited for that <laughs> just because like i said i've been re-watching the trilogy and i miss that whole like game of thrones medieval scene <laughs> so i mean
0: this really looks like the future of everything you know streaming services c- can be where franchise franchises can pick up where they left off yeah. right mm-hmm. um you know right now it is kind of exciting you know with mandalorian There's, it's just a whole new world you know star wars fans can rejoice that that star wars can live on in a high quality way but it begs the question you know is it gonna be too much pretty soon like it seems like everyone's getting in on this right even the mcu is gonna be doing TV stuff very soon. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a it's, a, it's a new thing, right? Like just that alone. How do, how do you feel about like really official MCU content being on TV this year?
1: I know? mean, Marvel has done so far, they had, they've had they had so far a good track record of right. putting out good content on um, TV shows. Well,
0: yes, but
1: the the stuff
0: that has been on TV that they've declared to be tied in with
1: the, the movies uh,
0: are kind of, I don't know, peripheral, very, right? Very,
1: very, very loose. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was was pretty close at times, but even then it was just, like I said, on True. the periphery mm-hmm. <laughs> and other stuff was barely connected at all, you mm-hmm. know? now it's going to be a lot more official yeah right so you know
1: we'll see we'll see we'll see with winter uh, falcon and winter soldier yeah okay let's keep moving what else you got uh i think that's all that came to me at the top of my head um let me see yeah what what's in your list well there were a couple geeky shows that
0: i came across as being to be released this year <clears throat> definitely wor- worth noting so one is star trek picard which actually comes out in just a few days it has a january 23rd
1: air date what's that coming at? like what outlet
0: well it's going to be on the same service set the Star Trek Discovery which is CBS All Access. Okay. Yes, another paid streaming service. <laughs> so, it's kind of interesting, you know. I s- would imagine that the only people who are s- subscribing to CBS All Access are pretty hardcore Star Trek fans, right?
1: I didn't even know CBS had a streaming service. They'll <laughs> there you go. You didn't
0: even know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they're adding star trek picard uh to its service and um yes it does star patrick stewart in his legendary role um i don't know too much about it i saw uh a commercial for it during the nfl playoffs today and um it does seem like a hardcore star trek fan particularly a hardcore Star Trek Next Generation fan, uh, uh, you know, it has a lot of appeal. I think for mm-hmm. the, for 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 those fans, right? Um, the other one I wanted to mention is Walking Dead World Beyond. Yes, a new Walking Dead show in twenty twenty, which you gotta wonder. This is a good idea <laughs> or not. Yeah. You know, um, I don't want to bash on Walking Dead. I know there are still a lot of people who are continuing to watch the Walking Dead show. I'm not one of them. I know you aren't either, Perferio. No. Uh, unfortunately. But not. I know for a fact that the popularity of The Walking Dead is way, way, way down from previously right so having a new show now uh, that that's kind of a head scratcher to me like are there are they just trying to milk every last cent out of this thing I, I don't know um but we could talk about this a little bit I know you have like zero information on this show I have right I have yeah I have I didn't even know what it was called. (laughs) So I can tell you what little I know and maybe I can get your take on it and I can kind of chime in too. But yeah, it's called Walking Dead World Beyond. It's going to be on AMC this year. I did watch a trailer. There's a trailer out. And um, so I think the, the hook on this show is that it has a much younger cast. It's a very young cast. And it's kind of being billed as the first generation of survivors in this world. So they're very young and they've, they've kinda, unlike characters like Daryl and Glenn and Rick who grew up in the quote unquote normal world, the zombie apocalypse happened and then they've had to adjust. These characters are like they're growing up in this apocalyptic world. Okay. Yeah.
1: So this is kind of like years later after?
0: Well, that's the thing. Um, The trailer implies that there will be scenes from pre-zombie apocalypse and from post-zombie apocalypse. So you see these kids like going to school and just kind of naive to the world. Uh And then the apocalypse happens and then you see them later having to figure out how to survive in this new world and sort of grow up while they're surviving. Okay. Yeah. So given that premise, what do you think of, of, of this show?
1: I mean, it just sounds like another zombie show. Like it doesn't need <laughs> the Walking Dead title. But yeah. um, I don't know. Maybe I just got to watch the trailer and then I'll like be like, okay, maybe I could check this one out.
0: That's fair. That's fair.
1: I mean, I love zombie movies, so
0: there you go. <laughs> Might like it. Uh, a couple of things that struck me: uh, it is a young cast, and not only is it young, but it is young and unknown. Like yep. it seems to be all unknown actors.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I was gonna ask that. Like, is there anyone famous in it? Yeah,
0: no. There's there's no Justin Bieber or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, seems to be all unknowns, um, which I think that's probably the best way to go here. Um, If there is a pitfall of the currently running show, which has been on the air a long time, is that you know a lot of these characters, right? And, you know, a lot of people like me are like, I've seen these characters and I've seen enough of these characters. Like, I've seen Daryl Dixon have, like, a full character arc. I've seen, uh, you know, Rick Grimes... Glenn Rhee, like they've had a rich storyline behind them. And I've seen, I've seen everything I've needed to see from these characters. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess you, one could argue that if you're going to see the world of the walking dead more, uh, let's have these fresh faces and, and uh, you know, start from scratch in a way. So maybe not the worst call there to have a, a young unknown cast. Um, also, I, I kinda like the idea of having a look at pre-Zombie Apocalypse America. I feel like there's definite definite appeal there. And I thought that's what Fear the Walking Dead was gonna be. I thought it'd be like all about that transition, you know. The last moments of regular civilization and then you can sort of see the gradual transition into hell but it happened super quickly and then they actually caught up with the normal show right and it became kind of what you're saying just another zombie show Um, with this show it seems like definitely there's more of the same but the flashbacks in the trailer do imply that they're gonna they're gonna live in pre-zombie apocalypse world quite a bit and i think that can be a good thing um so you know there might be something worth checking out there
1: mm-hmm. maybe you mean going back to go watch walking dead again
0: or not <laughs> 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 i'm probably i'm just gonna say i probably won't be checking out this show but uh just from a little bit of research earlier today um there might be worth something to see something to see there you Mm -hmm. know i I don't want to like i said like i'm i'm super biased on stuff you know like uh, like you know we talked about marvel like anything marvel puts out i'm basically going to watch and there's a lot of stuff i'm just done with like walking dead was one of those things i'm just totally done with um but i know there's a lot of people who watch it so um objectively speaking it does seem like this new this new show has some some worthwhile stuff Mm -hmm. just saying Okay, so ready to move on to movies? Movies. Yeah, let's do it. Movies mm-hmm. 2020. So again, I would preface it as there's there's no uh, Avengers Endgame type movie coming out this year, right? There's no huge, gigantic event movie, right? Uh-huh. And not a single one. Would you Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah?
1: yeah? Uh-huh.
0: There's no new Star Wars movie. There's no... Avengers level superhero
1: movie. Um so, what what is there to watch this year? This year, I mean, I guess for me the next big movie I'm looking forward to is Birth of Prey, the Harley Quinn solo mm-hmm. film. Yes. Um I mean, I'm not like excited for it, but it's just like it's been so it's been a while since I've seen a comic movie, so I guess <laughs> that's why i'm looking forward to it
0: when's the last uh comic book movie you that saw i saw was a joker?
1: Well, joker which is
0: you, it's, you can't really call that a superhero
1: movie right yeah no but i don't know what i mean <laughs> yeah i don't know what it was um yeah, I mean it's it's
0: definitely a comic book adaptation, mm-hmm. but I don't think we can call it a superhero movie, and it definitely doesn't have the appeal that I think you're referring to.
1: Yeah, like, like
0: an Avengers movie uh-huh. or Spider Man movie, etc. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, I can't even recall the last. I guess Spider Man, maybe Far From Home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. that was a while ago that that was was
1: last summer that was in July yeah that was a while back so it's been a while (laughs) let's just say that
0: Um, so Birds of Prey you know so let's talk about this a little bit so they're uh, they're going female heavy on this movie right? it has a female director Kathy Yan a female lead character in Harley Quinn played by Margot Robbie and basically an an entirely female supporting cast, right? She's got
1: her girlfriends helping her out.
0: Yeah. We got Mary Elizabeth Winstead and uh, Rosie Perez and Ali Wong and others, right? So what do you think here? I I get the feeling that they're kind of... um, Working off of the success of Wonder Woman, uh, another very female strong movie, you know, with a female lead and a female director, Uh Um, one cannot help but think that, though, that this is a character who was born in the original Suicide Squad movie, yeah, which many, including myself, thought was garbage. <laughs> so it's essentially the sequel to that movie, right? Uh, I guess. In a way?
1: In a way, I don't know. a spinoff. So
0: what's your take? Like, on one hand, it seems like this great moment for uh, women in superhero movies, uh-huh. potentially. On the other hand, it's like a sequel to a movie that we do not want to watch a sequel for. For, right i don't know
1: what, what do you think i mean i'm like okay so yeah i was one of those people who did not like suicide squad but i'm not the biggest harley quinn fan but like i said just because it's been such a while since i've seen like a superhero film um like in that genre i think i'll just go watch it just to watch mm-hmm. fulfill my need you know <laughs> yeah um but this doesn't mean i'm gonna go to the midnight premiere mm-hmm. i'll say that I'm and gonna, this does come out soon february 7th yeah right uh, this is when i go to the main premiere but i'll probably still watch it in theaters just because if i have nothing else to do and i can wake up in time for the matinee price that's what i'll do mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll watch that um But I know I'm not that excited for it. Uh, The trailer did not, like, make me be like, oh, I can't wait for this movie. But, like I said, it's been a while since I've seen a superhero film. Because, yeah, I mean, like, even last year, this time last year, Captain Marvel was getting built up. That's right. And even the year before that, Black Panther was getting built up. Yeah. So... Yeah, the Harley Quinn is, I wouldn't say is not, it's not on that level at all. But nevertheless, I'll probably still watch it, I think. Okay. Uh-huh. So I know you're you're
0: going to go down the list more, but as long as we are talking about it, you know, um, on the topic of superhero movies that maybe we're not super hot about seeing, but maybe we'll see them anyway this year 2020 we'll also see the release of venom 2 and morbius right yeah so personally um i'm not looking forward to birds of prey all that much it is kind of intriguing that it's so female-centric and um you know we've seen female Movies, female superhero movies like Wonder Woman and uh, Captain Marvel. But this is like a whole team of female superheroes, right? So superheroes so, or supervillains, I wonder. Or supervillains.
1: I guess we'll have to watch it. We'll
0: have to watch. And and now that you mentioned that, <laughs> it just makes me think more and more of the Suicide Squad movie, which like I'd rather not think about. <laughs> because it makes me less like stoked about this movie. But and it, it could be interesting. I'll say about that. Okay, Venom 2 and Morbius. Sony. Sony. God damn it, they still own the rights to Spider-Man, <laughs> and they're going to give us stuff like this, right? Uh-huh. Personally, like Birds of Prey, I'm not really looking forward to Venom 2 or Mor- uh, Morbius. What, what is, uh, What's your take on those two movies?
1: Um, Venom 2, yeah, I'm not looking forward to either one. Maybe I think... I probably still end up watching the main premieres for both, even though I'm not. It's it's not like on my to do list. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um, that's I mean, just your thing. Yeah.
0: Pretty. It sounds like any any uh superhero movie that comes out. No, basically, no, you're gonna see it, right? Yeah. No,
1: like yeah. I mean, there's some I was just like, no, I don't think so. Um, like but,
0: what's the, what's the last superhero movie you just like you skipped?
1: I don't. I don't think there's been one in a long time, right? Iron Man three. Iron Man three. That's the last one that (laughs) That comes to mind. Okay. Even yeah. Even like Dark Phoenix, I saw in theaters. See. But I paid four dollars. I had a coupon (laughs) to watch it. If I honestly did not have that coupon, I probably would have watched it. (laughs) But you're saying
0: right now that you would pay full price for Birds of Prey, Venom two, and
1: Morbius this year. Okay. Like I said. I would go to the to watch Words of Prey. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh-huh. Um, Morbius, I think the only reason I would want to watch them uh, pay full price is, I mean, did you watch the latest trailer to Morbius? I did. There is like, it is really hinting at the, it being a strong connector to the rest of the MCU. And I that little tease caught my attention.
0: Okay, let's talk about that. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, I guess we should give a little spoiler alert. yeah, because at the end of the Morbius trailer, there is a little nugget in there. It's kind of a surprise, kind of an exciting sort of thing.
1: Well there's like two little Easter eggs in there.
0: Okay, well anyhow, there's a let's give a spoiler alert uh-huh. for the next cool. <laughs> several minutes we're gonna talk about the Morbius trailer. okay because. The one I was referring to was the appearance of Michael Keaton. Yes. Presumably reprising his role as the Vulture. Yes. Uh-huh. What was the second one you're referring to?
1: Um, it's very small. It's like blink it and you'll miss it. But it's basically Morbius. He like, walks down a hallway and you see a picture of Spider-Man doing like a pose from like the PlayStation 4 <laughs> um, video game. Really? And, and it has the words murder like somebody like spray painted murder on it. Yeah, okay. So people are saying like the the fallout from far from home cuz remember how Mysterio basically said that he got killed cuz of Spider-Man mm-hmm. like and with Jameson saying like how Spider-Man's a menace that the public turned on Spider-Man and are labeling him all these things and obviously mm-hmm. murder is going to be one of them. So mm. um again nothing but speculation but that's why i want to watch it to like figure out like is this connected to the mcu because like yeah there's like this like murder small i mean this could all just be like far-fetched but michael keaton this murder little thing it's like is sony finally gonna let like its content be um connected to the mcu and if it does does that mean Venom 2, which comes out later out this year? is gonna be connected to the MCU? So these are
0: really good questions. You see that's why yeah. I'm
1: excited to.
0: Well, like, okay, here's what I have to say there. Okay, first of all, the Morbius trailer up to that point, you know, right before the last few seconds of the trailer. I have to say, I'm not digging it. I'm totally not looking forward to this movie.
1: I, I was on the same boat. Okay. i uh, yeah. you there.
0: I have to be honest. The whole time I was watching this trailer, I was fantasizing in my brain that Blade would show up and chop Morbius's head off. That That's what was going through my brain in, when I was watching this. I mean, they could still hint it. Well, okay. So you're alluding to a potential mcu tie in yes right? uh-huh. that might be kind of dope right uh-huh. in in the blade movie starring harshal ali mm-hmm. he takes on morbius i mean shit, that's that's kind of exciting
1: no question or they team up because in the comics they do team up oh right because they're both vampires yeah. basically right uh-huh. so you know there's potential for stuff there
0: um but this whole thing where they that you see michael keaton and you're like oh shit this is going to be tied in with the mcu you know so actually we talked just a little earlier about tv shows marvel yeah. tv shows right and the new disney plus shows are being hailed as oh these are going to be like essential parts of the marvel cinematic universe right mm-hmm. i and i don't doubt that i think that's kind of where we're headed the the shows are going to be as important to watch as the movies in terms of like keeping up with what's going on, right? If they're going to build up to some sort of like Infinity War type event in the future, like there's going to be little nuggets in the shows and the movies, right? Mm-hmm. No doubt. Whereas before the, the TV shows, some of them were pretty closely tied, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like agent carter i think could be considered that too but some of it was just like hanging on by a thread you know i think the marvel netflix shows had very little to do with the mcu um the movies never made reference to the marvel netflix shows and the marvel netflix shows gave barely a passing reference to the movies like you see, like, some newspaper headlines in the background alluding to uh, the Battle of New York. Um, like, at one point, Jessica Jones's neighbor, this kid, he had, like, a Captain America toy. You know, little stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, if you're telling me that, oh, this new Morbius movie has Vulture in it, so you have to see this movie if you want to, like, complete your MCU experience or whatever you're, you're calling it. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. I don't think so. <laughs> I, and I think that's what, what Sony is trying to do. They're I, trying to say, oh, guess what? This is an MCU movie. Yeah, definitely. And I, 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 we have to, like, put the pause button on. Like, don't fall into that trap, okay? You have to watch the Morbius movie as much as you have to, like, watch... Every season, every episode of *Cloak and Dagger* and *Runaways*, you know, it's it's that small of a tie-in. I, I think it's it's very minimal. I, I really, I've I haven't heard of like Kevin Feige saying, "Oh, this Sony shit, you should watch it because it ties in." He's, he's he hasn't said any of that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna be uh, of any significance, and it's a trap. I think Sony is really like. Trying everything they can to like sell more movie tickets and and like people like me who are considering themselves like big Marvel fans, they they might be like, Oh shit, I might have to watch this now. I'm saying, No, you don't have to watch this, you do not have to watch the Morbius movie, and you can still be a Marvel diehard. That's all uh-huh. I'm saying. Okay,
1: uh, so yeah, that's our take on Morbius, <laughs> that's the hot take. <laughs> And then Venom 2, again, MCU connected if Morbius is connected. That's if. But also, Carnage is going to be in it. Like, I'm excited to see Carnage. And I Carnage, it, yeah. I yeah. hope it's hard rated R, that movie, because how can you not have a Carnage movie and not let it be rated R? That's an interesting point.
0: Now, I've barely heard anything about the Venom sequel. And I'm sure they haven't listed, like, a rating yet. But considering that the Joker movie has grossed a billion dollars worldwide as a hard R movie, why the hell would they not release Venom 2 as rated R? Yeah. Right? They have to do that. Because
1: Venom, the first one was PG-13, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Shoot, if they release Venom 2 as rated R, I might have to see this movie. Uh Uh-huh. You know? You know, tie-in to the MCU or not, whatever, you know? Um, an R-rated Venom movie? I might have to go see that, you know? Just saying.
1: I mean, it's also directed, but, I mean, I, I I don't know if this is a big deal or not, but it's directed by um, Andy Serkis. Do you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, Claw himself. Claw, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not familiar with any of his directional work, but I just know he's he. All of his acting works he always kills it, like as Gollum. Um, or Caesar Caesar yeah, yeah. right uh, Kong that's right he played King Kong uh-huh, so I feel like he gives like hundred in all of his in any work that he, he's involved in. He's and a that, talented guy yeah, and so I feel like this movie, even though he's like taking like a seat as a, a director, he'll like n- make no exception to Venom 2 could be interesting
0: because for a long time he was known as the motion capture actor. Yeah. Right. He was the guy behind Gollum, like we were saying, you know, behind Kong, behind Caesar from planet of the apes. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, people were were wondering, Oh, can this guy just play a regular character? And he definitely can. He was great in black Panther. And now he's, uh, behind the, the camera. Um, he seems like a talented guy, so uh, he could bring something interesting to the table right. as a
1: director. So, yeah, that is my defense for watch paying full for <laughs> price for these mm, films. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: So, I, I mean, as long as we're talking superhero stuff, why don't we just finish the whole superhero slate and then we can get into other okay. genres, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I'll, I'll continue here. So we haven't even talk into, talked about the most anticipated, we've kind of talked about the, like, lesser anticipated superhero stuff.
1: The, like, middle school. Now we're <laughs> going to high school. There you go. <laughs> yes,
0: indeed. And, um, yeah, let's talk about Wonder Woman 1984. That comes out this year, too. Yeah. yeah. You talk about a strong female character. Here we go, right? Um, so, yeah, DC is going hard in 2020, right? Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman. What do do you think about this movie? I know you really loved the first Wonder Woman movie. I really
1: loved the first one, yeah. This one, I'm. Honestly, I'm a little skeptical about it. I think I'm just skeptical just because it's so far out and Mm -hmm. everything, but um, nothing has caught my attention about it. Like, I'm getting, like, Stranger Things season three vibes from it just because, like, it's like in the music that they used in it, the colors and everything. Um, and Cheetah, come on. Like (laughs) the villains is not that appealing and I don't know, I guess we'll just see with wonder woman. Yeah. Yeah. The hype is not there for me.
0: Yeah. I'm not super hyped about this one either. Um, Look, it could be great. the The primary people are back. Yeah, Uh, Gal Gadot is back as Wonder Woman. Patty Jenkins is back as director, Mm -hmm. and even Chris Pine is back as Steve uh, Steve Trevor. Yeah. So yeah, before I get on, go into this more. But how does that work? (laughs) I mean, he's. It really seemed to me that he died in the first Wonder Woman movie, right?
1: I mean, as a comic book person, you should know they never actually die. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great point. Um,
0: But I I love to speculate on stuff like that, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, we talked about WandaVision. How is Vision coming back? We talked about a multiverse. We talked about uh, alternate realities, alternate timelines, Uh, a lot of possibilities there. But what about Steve Trevor? So, the first Wonder Woman movie took place during World War I. Mm-hmm. And Steve Trevor seemingly sacrificed his life in that movie. And this movie is called Wonder Woman 1984. So, presumably, it takes place in 1984. How is it that Steve Trevor is alive and seemingly about the same age as the first wonder woman movie magic <laughs>
1: magic <laughs> <laughs> I mean, movie magic uh, i mean wonder woman yeah doesn't like her i don't know like her character like a lot of like magic stuff is involved or i mean come on she <laughs> she goes from greek mythology just
0: just magic <laughs> one word that's all you need to know right <laughs> i don't know i'm curious how they're gonna explain that so um, y- you do think though that this is like this is him like it's not like like some obi-wan kenobi shit where it's like like a ghost or her imagination where he's talking to her in her mind or no, anything yeah, like that i actually
1: think it's actually legit him because I was assuming that it was like a flashback, like when they announced that he was coming back or something. I thought they were they were going to have him back for like flashback scenes or that voice in her head or whatever. But there's yeah. like small moments within the trailer where Chris is actually like um, interacting with like mm-hmm. intimate objects. And he's just like, what is this? And she's like, that's a trash can. Like, yeah, That's not art or whatever. And I'm looking at
0: a, a photo right now. And it's Chris Pine wearing a fanny pack. <laughs> so, I mean, it seems like he's he exists in the world of 1984 yeah. with Wonder Woman. So, who knows? Who, who knows? Who knows what's going on? <laughs> uh-huh. You have to okay. watch it to find out. You have to watch it to find <laughs> out, I guess. Okay, yeah, maybe that's their hook there. Oh. Okay, uh, so uh, moving on a little bit. Um, you mentioned Cheetah. This is a very interesting casting choice. Kristen Wig is playing the Cheetah character. Very little is known about what they're going to do with this character. And even the trailer didn't even show much, right? It seemed mm-hmm. like she was kind of a meek character who yeah. looked up to Wonder Woman kind of. But like, that's kind of all we know at this point,
1: right? Um, yeah, it looked like the main villain was um, the Mandalorian himself.
0: Yeah, Pedro Pascal, aka uh-huh. a- Mando, aka the Viper. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so like that that threw me for a loop a little bit. I I didn't know he was in this movie, and then come to find that it sounds like he's gonna be the big bad in yeah. this movie, not Cheetah, which. I don't know, man. I, I thought Cheetah was gonna be the main villain no, same. So... yeah I was totally, I don't know.
1: totally caught off guard when that was shown in the trailer.
0: So it makes you wonder a lot of question marks, a lot of question marks. like Kristen Wiig is such a talented comedic actress. Mm-hmm. and I didn't see any comedy of her from her in this trailer. Um, I hope they don't ditch comedy entirely from her. That's like taking away her greatest asset, in
1: my opinion, right? I mean, they said the same thing about Michael Keaton in the 90s.
0: This is true. This is true. Um, But, you know, with Michael Keaton, that's what they were saying about him being Batman, right? Uh But I thought he brought a lot of his comedy chops to that batman character that's why i love that character because it has kind of this funny side to him you know and i think that's why michael keaton works so well for me so all i'm saying is that you know it doesn't have to be like some slapsticky character this cheetah character i'm saying uh i really hope that there is a comedic side to it because kristen wig is such a talented comedic actress yeah. you know mm. that's all i'm saying but like i've been saying A lot of question marks. I'm kind of with you. Like you said, you weren't exactly knowing how to take it and you weren't super excited. I'm kind of like that too. I'm looking at the promo materials and I'm looking forward to it. I do want to check it out. Um, But I can't say I'm like super excited. And maybe more than anything is because I don't really know what this movie is exactly. Same. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's not the worst thing. Because these days when you watch a trailer – you get shown too much usually. And this time I think they're kind of uh, keeping it a little bit mysterious. Especially since you know?
1: like all these like comic book stuff is like drawn from like comics. Like they don't want to reveal too much or anything. Yeah. And obviously like, you know, if they reveal a lot, people complain and stuff. Like yeah, there's yeah. that BVS trailer Yeah, and everything. So, yeah i'm okay with it
0: yeah yeah so we shall see
1: what else have we got um speaking of women taking charge black Widow's yes. finally gonna get her own movie how many years later like 12 years later <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah it's been a long time coming maybe too long like in, in a way i feel like maybe the the ship has sailed on this a bit you know like We've seen so much of Black Widow in the MCU already. I almost feel like if there's going to be a new movie, maybe it should be a different character. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, the trailer has dropped. Uh, wh- what are your anticipation levels for this movie right
1: now? It is probably, in in terms of comic book movies, I think it's my number one movie I'm looking forward to this year. Mm -hmm. It's definitely going to fill that void that, like, Infinity War and Avengers took place last year. Yeah. Um, one, because it's Black Widow, it's going to be interesting. Like you said, like, we've seen so much of Black Widow. What is there new to learn about her? Mm -hmm. So it's, I think Marvel knows that also, like, we've seen a lot about her. What's something fresh that we could do with her character? Yeah. like. Yeah, we could go into her backstory, because it's, even up to this point, still mysterious and everything. Yeah. Um, but, too, I'm just really excited to see Taskmaster in the movie. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, that's a good call. I'm really excited about Taskmaster, too. You know, he looks dope. He looks really cool. And um, his uh, his skill set is is something... That i think can work really well cinematically yeah you know he can mimic other people right mm-hmm. he's got a photographic memory to the point where he can watch someone do something once and he instantly becomes an expert at that very same action
1: right and that's totally like a good enough like foe against black widow
0: yeah yeah absolutely as yeah
1: especially with her because um She's very like hands-on kind of girl. Yeah.
0: She doesn't have superpowers. Uh Her, her skill is her training. Yeah. Right. And if you take a nemesis who can learn her training in it, in an instant that she's in trouble, man. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, it should be interesting to see. She's also super resourceful. So, you know, that she's going to find a way to best this guy. But finding out how is going to be pretty pretty awesome to see, I think. Um, but, yeah, Black Widow, I'm pretty excited, no question. You know, this definitely is the showcase MCU movie of the year. There are only two MCU movies coming out this year, Black Widow and Eternals. And Eternals is more of the wild card, right? Uh, yeah, you know,
1: I, I feel like it's definitely like the – I mean – what do you know about the eternals nothing exactly
0: kind of yeah. like guardians of the galaxy <laughs> when that came that, out was right saying, yeah uh-huh. um it could be a huge hit like guardians was but right now it's such an unknown that you can't bank too much on it and black widow really is uh the one that they're banking on right now
1: mm-hmm. like i've been for the longest time trying to just because I, but I always fall behind comics. I've been wanting to read up on the Eternals to see who they actually are.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean they have an amazing cast. Um, mm-hmm. engine Jolie, um, what's her name? Selma. Oh, uh, Hayek. Yeah, she's yeah. gonna be in it. Yeah,
0: got some Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. actors.
1: Uh-huh. Um, like they, the lineup is amazing. They had yeah. to like gender bend and race bend some of the characters and everything um i'm excited for that i and
0: if for no other reason i think we all want to go check out of super buffed out kumail Nanjiani, <laughs> right <laughs> so a lot of reasons to watch this movie but yeah it's a total unknown quantity
1: right yeah, yeah. um i mean i hope this becomes a big deal um but they were saying how they're really proud that this is going to be Marvel's first um, gay superhero, one of the Eternals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, right. Um, I mean, I just hope it's a big deal. then, Because I, I remember they were saying, like, oh, there's a gay character in Rise of Skywalker and an Endgame. But it's like a total, like, blink and you'll miss a kind of moment. Like, mm-hmm. totally not even worth, like, mentioning or whatever. Yeah. So I hope they more representation for this film.
0: Hey, before we get off of Black Widow, real quick. One thing that irks me a little bit is that this movie is going to take a big look at Black Widow's backstory, right? Yeah. We're going to get to know her, her early days or training, this, this sort of assassin family she grew up with, yeah. right? So that's all fine and dandy, but in terms of a Black Widow backstory... I feel like the Black Widow backstory I want to see involves Hawkeye, right? So I, I rewatched the first Avengers movie recently and there's a scene where it's Clint and Natasha talking and they're kind of getting ready for this big final battle. Right. But he was talking about how, or they were talking about how, you know, she was this cold blooded assassin and, um, she was talking about how she had red in her ledger and all that. And it was Barton who was sent in by S.H.I.E.L.D. to take her out, right? Yeah. And he decided not to kill her because basically he saw the goodness in her. Mm. He thought she wasn't all evil. He thought she could reform, right? And, like, to me, that that's the definitive backstory of this character in the MCU, Right. So they haven't said that Jeremy Renner is in this movie. I doubt he's in it at all. We can have a cameo. It's possible he's in it and it's a big secret, Mm. but I don't think so. And I think if he's not in this movie, you're not really getting the real backstory of Natasha Romanoff, right? Because that's the big moment. The big moment is, is when he decides not to kill her and, you know... She And th- that helps her, too, right? Then she realized, like, maybe I'm not a monster after all. Like, there is goodness in me, right? Something like that. Mm. So I-, I wonder, you know, like, if that's not in it, you're not really getting the full backstory. And um, if it does have awesome action set pieces, like, it might not matter. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, it seems like a big piece is missing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Kind of going off that, Kevin did say that the the this movie is supposed to answer what happened in Budapest. Oh yeah, because remember for the longest time. Yeah, like, they keep bringing it up. Keep bringing it up, and no one actually knows what happened. <laughs> yeah. So Kevin did say that this movie is supposed to answer what did happen in Budapest. So, so
0: maybe, maybe Renner does do a surprise appearance. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'd like that. So
1: okay. I mean, I mean he's still contracted with Marvel to appear with Hawk as Hawkeye right there's gonna be a Hawkeye TV show well that's also to be questioned. that got put on hold oh is that right uh-huh because okay. there was I think um I think it was honestly because of Jeremy Renner okay um there was like a whole bunch of I think there were, one I think Jeremy Renner just like being in the news I think something with his personal life mm. with his with his wife Okay. And two creative differences. Okay, interesting. So, that Hawkeye show got put on hold.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And, but I'm pretty sure by this time that they already filmed it, and... um, Oh, yeah, yeah, the Black
0: Widow movie. Yeah, Uh that's definitely ready to go. Yeah,
1: so yeah and like i said he's still contracted with marvel to appear as hawkeye so we could see that okay well a little sweet cameo
0: in that case i'll hold judgment Mm -hmm. but i'm just saying um i'm you know i'm wondering you know
1: does that make you want to go watch it though or are you gonna skip out on black widow oh (laughs) the
0: the the mcu could put out a movie not even list the title of the movie or the cast <laughs> of the characters. I would go see the movie at this point. So uh, absolutely I'm in mean, Okay. Yeah. Um I'm just saying um I'm not like, you know, super, super, super excited. Leave okay. it at that. Yeah. Okay. So I think we've covered all the superhero movies for the year, yeah.
1: It is a small year for yeah. like, in terms of superhero films. Yeah. What about non superhero movies? There's a few I'm looking forward to. Obviously, I think my number one this year is Godzilla versus King Kong. Yes. I'm, I know,
0: unlike a lot of people, you loved last year's Godzilla's Godzilla movie. Oh, my God. Right?
1: I, yeah, I showed so many people this like past holiday season because I bought it for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And people are like, why do you love this movie? <laughs> I'm like, it is fucking awesome. Right. So I'm really looking forward yeah. to this
0: movie. Yep, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, came out just last year. And I was surprised to hear that the Godzilla vs. Kong movie is coming out this year. Back to back years mm-hmm. of Godzilla.
1: I will say though, it did get pushed back. It is that was, right. It was supposed to originally be released in March, but then now it got pushed back to a October no no a November release date.
0: Yes, I am seeing that. November 20th. Yeah.
1: So you're going to have to wait a while. Yeah. For Furio. Me, two days before my birthday, so. Oh, there you go. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) There's your your birthday present. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, Can't say I'm super excited, but maybe after watching Godzilla King of the Monsters, my opinion will change there. (laughs) Leave
1: it at that. What else we got? Um, I'm pretty excited for Conjuring 3, I think, because mm-hmm. right, we were looking through the list and we saw that James Wan is not directing this film.
0: Yeah, a little bit of a red flag, uh-huh, but, a little, uh, but the it's Conj- a great series. Yeah, the
1: Conjuring series has not let me down yet. I won't say so much about its spinoff. Movies, but <laughs> the Conjuring movies themselves have not let me down yet. Yeah. So, fingers crossed that this one's still going to be good.
0: So, this one is called The Conjuring The Devil Made Me Do It. Mm-hmm. Slated for a September 11th, 2020 release. It does star Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson from the previous Conjuring movies. But yeah, notably, it's not James Wan in the director's chair Mm -hmm. it's michael chavez and uh james Wan is a producer on the film but yeah again he's not directing um this might be more of a like watch it on netflix kind of thing for me (laughs) um but i think we've talked about this before but i do love the first two conjuring movies and to me some of the scariest movies ever made yeah uh, so I I don't doubt that Conjuring Three will be super scary too. So I think at some point I will watch it. Probably not on the big screen, but at some point I will.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Mulan. Oh, I'm looking forward. Oh, I don't know if I'm. I would say I'm looking forward to because there's some things that I know Disney's gonna change the trailer obviously Disney knows how to make an amazing trailer and it made it look good. But mm-hmm. some things that these things going to change about the film that I'm not so excited about, like it's not supposed to be a sing along film. So the more taking that serious route towards Milan, but I don't know. Whatever. Well, I,
0: uh, I did see the trailer too. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see this one. Definitely. Um, now, you mentioned how the music is going to be different. You're saying in the live-action movie, there's not going to be sing-along stuff Yeah, in it. you know, like, I don't know, like... I mean, that's a staple of D- Disney anima- animation, uh-huh.
1: right? Uh-huh. I mean... I mean, like, like if you watch, like, I don't know, like, Lion King or Beauty and the Beast, like, the live-action yeah, ones, they yeah. they break character and go into songs. Oh,
0: right. Oh so, oh, so the fact they're not doing that for Mulan, that kind of rubs you the wrong
1: way? It does. Because <laughs> I really love the music in Mulan. Like, I'm Yeah, like,
0: well, I mean, with Lion King, you know, it's animals. So that's a little different. But you're saying in, like... What Aladdin? There was still sing along stuff in the Aladdin live I action. I haven't seen it. Oh, I haven't seen it either. So I wonder if they have it there.
1: They did in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, they did?
0: Uh huh. Oh, that's interesting. So I don't know. I'm not really a musical type person. Um, so it, it seems like maybe a sing-along scene in Mulan might be a little strange. Yeah. Um, I could see from more of a Disney animation purist point of view, you would want to see that. Um, but yeah, I'm not as hardcore into the, that stuff. So I'm kind of okay with, with that part. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, uh, just kind of looking forward to checking it out and not expecting
1: too much. Yeah.
0: Except maybe a, a Ming-Na cameo oh yeah i'd like to see that that would be awesome yeah
1: yeah she had her like as like i don't know like i would see the, the 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 mom but she's not that old yet mm-hmm. as the mom yeah. So just as a cameo in some way uh-huh. i mean
0: she's in like every freaking disney thing out there right yeah. she's on mandalorian
1: agents of shield etc mm-hmm. etc et she just kills it yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, those are some of my biggest ones that I'm looking forward to this year. What are are some of yours?
0: Well, there is a new Top Gun movie coming out this year.
1: Oh, yeah. Maverick.
0: Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. So, I really love the original Top Gun movie. And uh, I definitely want to check this one out. Um... Yeah, there was quite a bit of buzz when that first trailer came out and um I can't say I was like incredibly excited about it. Um but I, yeah, definitely I want to I want to see what what uh what Maverick's been up to <laughs> <laughs> in the last 30 years. Hell yeah, definitely. And um and you know, if there's any question about, oh, is it just going to be tom cruise sitting behind a desk talking to young recruits or whatever we know it's not you know we know he's gonna get back in in into that fighter jet and uh, and get to work you know yeah. mm-hmm. uh so yeah definitely i think maybe i'm not as excited as your typical uh top gun fan because I know there are a lot of Top Gun fans who are going apeshit when that trailer came out. Um, I I wouldn't say I I was one of them, Uh, but I am looking forward to it for sure. Uh, What else? Oh, I definitely wanted to call this out. This is possibly my most anticipated movie of 2020, and that is the new Edgar Wright film called Last Night in Soho. And I barely know anything about this movie uh but much like how i was saying you know a new mcu movie comes out and i barely need to know anything about it and i'll be first in line the same goes for a new edgar wright movie and uh, you know how much of a fan (laughs) i am of his work and um yeah i'm totally looking forward to this Uh, his last movie was baby driver so it's been a little while since he's come out with a new movie this is the new one i think it's slated for a release so I'm going to have to wait for a while uh, but uh, yeah cannot wait to check this one out I did have a few on my list that I designated as movies I'm not looking forward to would you like to hear them? I would okay mm-hmm. so maybe not too surprisingly but Bad Boys for Life and Fast and Furious 9 are on that list um, I mean this goes along with what I've stated before about loud, brainless action movies, these two seem to fall in that camp. Uh what about you?
1: What's your take on these two movies? I mean I never gone to either franchise, so it's like I it they just totally go over my head. Like I never saw Bad Boys One or Two. So this one I think it's out already, right? It's either out or coming out very soon. Uh-huh. Yeah, Yeah. I, I don't care. And then okay. Fast and Furious, I stopped watching, after, I think, after the fifth one. Oh, so but
0: you've seen five, at least five Fast and Furious movies.
1: I've seen... I don't know, never mind. I've only seen the fifth one. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, no, only the fifth one. I've only seen the fifth one. Okay. I haven't even seen the first four. Really? Yeah.
0: But you didn't care for the fifth...
1: Installment. No. I mean, okay. it was cool. It was a cool movie, but it's like what you said. It's like mindless, like guys doing like, um, cool action scenes with cars and stuff like that. Mm hmm. Okay. Not for you. Next. <laughs> okay.
0: okay. Well, I think then we can both agree that neither of us is looking forward to these two mm-hmm. and kind of like what I was saying before. I'm not here. We're not here to shit on particular type of movies or shows we're just saying not these for are not for us uh-huh. i think that's important to point out too because nowadays people can be offended if they don't agree with you on something mm-hmm. right it's okay to disagree like
1: yeah
0: i'm a marvel fan i'm looking forward to marvel stuff and guess what I, i'm not a fast and furious fan but if you are that's great in fact, I used to be a fan of this franchise, you know? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was never, like, super hardcore into it, but there were certainly a few of them that I, I enjoyed. The one you saw, I enjoyed quite a bit. Fast 5 Mm-hmm. I thought it was a great movie.
1: That's when The Rock first started that, in that fran- That one, right? Oh,
0: man. To be honest, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was Five or Six uh-huh. where he started to appear in those. Okay, I got a good one. Because I know you're looking forward to A Quiet Place too. Is that correct? I,
1: yeah, I am. I'm yeah. looking forward to that one. I have not seen the trailer because I just want to go in like not knowing anything. And I, because mm-hmm. I love the first one so, so much that, you know, I, when they announced that they were making a second one, I was like, what can they possibly do? Right. And so that's why I haven't myself to watch the second one because i just want to go in and just like enjoy it and just yeah. be like oh my gosh that's cool or <laughs> something yeah like that. cool
0: mm-hmm. that's a good approach i'm starting to do that a little bit more than before avoiding trailers promotional materials interviews etc but i did see this trailer and i won't say anything about it because mm-hmm. i know you want to go in fresh I will say, though, that I'm not looking forward to this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much the trailer was bad or anything to me, but I wasn't that big a, fa- a fan of the first one. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of meh on it. Um, and again, you know, it's okay that we disagree, <laughs> right? But, yeah, to me, it was a little bit gimmicky. I remember I saw it around the time that that Bird Box movie came out. Mm-hmm. And both movies were pretty buzzy. You know, people were talking about them and they were both hailed as like these innovative thrillers. And um, yeah, I don't know. I I thought they were just gimmicky, you know? You know, well done, I suppose. But uh, you know, I've seen scarier movies. I've seen more inventive movies and more interesting movies. So uh, on both fronts, I just thought they were okay. So, yeah. Needless to say, I'm not super excited to see the sequel to A Quiet Place. Any other thoughts there? No, you pretty much hit the nail right on the head. And I think that's about it. You know, we're going a little long, so we're getting close to wrap-up time. Mm -hmm. But any final thoughts about our look ahead here?
1: Um... I was, I mean, I was going to get your opinion on one last event. It's kind of a look ahead, but more of a reflection of 2019. Mm -hmm. The Oscars coming up and everything, like Joker got nominated for 11 of them.
0: 11? 11, Really? uh Wow.
1: And so I was just kind of wanting to know, like, looking back to the Oscars or looking forward to the Oscars, which movie you think will win movie of the year?
0: Uh hmm, that's a tough question for me because I used to be really uh honed in on award season, like who's getting a lot of nominations and what's on track to get best picture at the Oscars and these sort of things. Um but I'm not as like into that stuff as I used to be. Uh-huh. Um I'm kind of peripherally aware of stuff going on um and i have heard that there were some snubs for oscar nominations and there's always snubs, right there, there always are I, you know this year notably they mentioned how um like adam sandler uh they're saying had a great performance in his movie uncut gems and he wasn't nominated for an oscar aquafina she won a she won the Golden Globe. She was a nominated. She wasn't nominated. Um Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez came up. Uh I think the lack of people of color and women. Hashtag Oscar so Yeah, that's being brought up <laughs> also. Um Yeah, that's, you know, unfortunate and you know, it's it's kinda too bad. But um for a a couple of those items yeah i'm super excited that aquafina won for the farewell she was really great in that movie i think she deserved the golden globe i will say this though that she won in a, a category that does not exist in the oscars right because in the golden globes there are two best actor and two best actress categories one is drama and the other is comedy slash musical right so aquafina won in the comedy slash musical category so while it would have been great to see her nominated for an oscar i can kind of understand uh you know why she was not nominated so there, there's a somewhat logical reason just, i'm not happy about it but yeah. <laughs> there's a logical reason and uh what else i think um the the snubs i mean i know i didn't see uncut gems but i did see um the jennifer lopez movie hustlers hustlers yeah pretty good movie i enjoyed really it right <laughs> um i don't know about an oscar for jlo though i mean she was good in it but i don't know i don't i don't know if it was Oscar caliber, certainly to the point where there is like, you're saying it's like an outrage that she wasn't nominated. I don't know about that. That might be a bit of a stretch there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What, what are your thoughts about the Oscars?
1: Um, I don't, I don't know. I guess I don't like watching the Oscars per se. I just like, like watching, or I like knowing who got nominated. Cause then, you know, these, like, lesser films, I always get my interest. Like, Farewell. I didn't know about yeah. it until, like, Alcofina got the award for it. I was like, oh, I should probably check that one out. Or um, other ones, like 1917. Like, I think it looks stupid, but it won Best Drama Movie of the mm-hmm, Year. Mm-hmm. So now I'm really fascinated to go yeah. and watch it. That one at Parasite. That was a huge oh, yeah. talk, also. Yeah. So, it's not so much about like the actual ceremony itself. It's more about like the movies that got nominated that catch right. my attention.
0: That's good. Just giving you awareness on yeah. high quality movies of the year, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and you know, I think that's probably that's probably the best thing that can come of award season. Just people getting aware of of cool stuff they didn't know about mm-hmm. before, right? Um, and I will say this, now that I'm thinking about it more, you know, before the Oscars was really like the ultimate, right? This was the the highest honor you could get on the biggest stage, um, all that. But as I've, I've, as I found over time, it's become a little less important to me. I'm going to tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. So... The way they set up, Osc- uh, no. The way they set up award season is that Oscars is at the end. Like I said, it's the big one. They want to leave the best for last. But when they do that, you kind of know who's going to win, right? Because the people who've been winning leading up to the Oscars, yeah, they always get the Oscar. So it's kind of no surprise at that point. So that's a big reason why, for me, the Golden Globes is like. A better show. It's there's more of a surprise factor. It's at the beginning of of awards season, um, and you you get that surprise factor. That's just one reason. Another reason is, uh, it includes TV. TV nowadays is huge, right? TV is like you could argue TV is like bigger than movies right and yeah. like it's like we're talking about like everything's going to movies lord of the rings the mcu star wars they're all going on the movie uh, the, sorry they're all going to tv now right uh so so the oscars is completely missing tv right so that's another reason
1: you, you see i'm like the exact opposite i think there's so much tv that there's like like that's why I don't really watch the Emmys or care mm-hmm. for the nominations because yeah. there's so much like television, like you know, twenty-four episodes a season or something like that yeah. for all these TV shows that like, could be amazing. But there's just like so many of these streaming services are just putting out so much content. Like mm-hmm. even Netflix itself, I'm trying to like catch up on like all these like big buzz shows that like BuzzFeed's telling me to watch and everything. Yeah. Whereas like the Oscars, like it's a movie I could like watch in like complete in two hours and then move on to the next one <laughs> yeah.
0: well i get what you're saying yeah. there's just too much tv content out there i'm totally with you there there's just there's a lot but maybe an award show like the golden globes can sort of filter stuff out it's like oh here's like the best stuff Definitely. right you yeah. know that yeah. that can be helpful uh-huh. so I, I like the fact that you know you get tv winners and movie winners in the same show and these these award shows are long too right so yeah. to give them Get them both at the same time, it's good. And then another big one is, look Look at the whole diversity thing. Like the Golden Globes is awarding an actress like Aquafina, huge, groundbreaking, right? And then um, in stark contrast, you know, not only is, is she not nominated for an Oscar, but it, the whole nomination list is totally missing women and people of color, right? So, yet another reason to lean more towards uh, a show like Golden Globes. Definitely. Right? Yeah. Right, right. So... um, That was a curveball we weren't really talking about. (laughs) Yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere.
1: (laughs) But... um, Just because, I I don't know, I think we were talking about Joker and how good it was. mm -hmm. And then, I don't don't know why I didn't bring it up earlier, (laughs) but... Yeah, that was a total curveball. (laughs) But, you know, uh,
0: worth mentioning because it it did make me think about how I did used to watch, like, Oscars religiously. And now it's kind of like I don't really care that much. Uh It is worth noting who wins because when you win an Oscar, that definitely levels up the winner, right? They get more career opportunities and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, Uh, like um – yeah. Like what's his name? Rami, the guy who played Freddie Mercury. Yeah, Rami movies. Malek. Yeah, he got like that Bond villain role. Yeah, and before he was just known like in Mr. Robot.
0: That's right, and I'm glad you mentioned that movie too because Bond 25 is definitely on my list of movies to see.
1: I haven't. I've never. actually, I've never actually watched a Bond movie before. Really? Uh huh. Not a single
0: Bond movie, I, huh?
1: No, Skyfall casino royale i've never watched any of those
0: oh wow okay interesting i've seen many many bond movies and i've enjoyed a lot of them so i'm looking forward to that one um and maybe i'll just tell you about it (laughs) (laughs) all right with that we can wrap up the episode this is farewell from henry and perfurio